0: This episode of Homeschooling in Real Life is brought to you by Caroline's Coffee. They roast five days a week and use their experience to guarantee consistently good coffee. This is Homeschooling in Real Life. To go. Welcome to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. This is
1: Fletch. And I'm Kendra. As veteran homeschooling parents, we discuss topics that tend to divide and distract Christian homeschoolers from each other and the gospel.
0: On the Homeschooling IRL podcast, we promise to be honest, transparent, and witty as we uncover what it means to homeschool in real life. Hey, this is Fletch.
1: And this is Kendra.
0: We want to welcome you to episode 53 of Homeschooling in Real Life. This is a to-go episode, which means short and sweet and fun. That's right. Yeah. We have uh, basically a lot of administrative stuff we're going to do today, listening uh, to questions that people wrote in.
1: Yeah, this is fun.
0: And our main topic is going to be about siblings, so stick with us as uh, we get to that question. But along the way, what's happening? Man, it's been crazy in our house today.
1: (laughs) I think we always say that. I don't think there's like a calm ever, but the thing is, That's I That's real. The real have,
0: thing is that we're crazy.
1: Oh, yeah. But I have bacon grease mouth.
0: Bacon grease mouth? <laughs> That's because your lovely husband planned a great dinner tonight.
1: Yeah. It was It was really great. You BLT. Did. Heavy on the B. I know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm having a hard time talking. So anyway, we made like, I don't even know how many waffles this morning for a... Waffle feast, graduation party, breakfast thing. Yeah, yeah. Open our son, <laughs> we
0: said, "How do you want to celebrate your birth? Your uh, birthday, your graduation?" He said, "A waffle feast."
1: Waffle feast. Yeah, it was really fun. So, so from waffles and nine to noon. It was a come and go as you please, but most people stayed. <laughs> they came and they <laughs> stayed. House, yeah, I yeah. think people really wanted waffles. Yeah, Central fun.
0: Valley was warm today, so our house heated up immediately. But it was great to see all those kids celebrating, and there was a bunch of grads here today, and we had grandparents. And- yeah. Aunts and uncles and siblings. We had just about every Fletcher kid in the house. That was cool.
1: And then BLTs.
0: Yeah, we were wiped (laughs) out, so tonight was BLTs. Hey, uh, I wanted to start our show by just reading some of the feedback we've been getting. Yeah. So first, um, this one comes in from iTunes, and I just liked it because it's a great review. And so here we go. So this review was written by an iTunes listener who uses the name Homeschool Mom of Four Boys. And five-star reviews, excellent podcast is what they titled this. And I liked it because she said, Fletch and Kendra are, as advertised, real, and it is so refreshing. On one episode, Fletch spoke of attending a homeschool conference wearing a Bob Marley (laughs) t-shirt. When I heard that, I thought, these are my people. Just as important as being real, though, is their constant pointing to the gospel of Christ as the foundation of everything. Now, Kenj, do you know why I loved this one? (laughs)
1: Yes, because she mentions Bob Marley. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, when she says these are my people, you know, that's that's just a telltale sign that yeah, these are my people. But you know, it's really I'm her people because you're not a Bob Marley fan or a t-shirt wearer. But I did like the fact that she mentions that we get back to the gospel regularly. And you know, one of the other reviews on iTunes that I'd read that I was going to use for this week said, you don't even have to be a homeschooler to like this podcast Mm -hmm. because every episode they talk about the gospel and it's really more about encouraging people to not hope shift and to stay focused on Christ. And you know, if people are listening to us and that's what they're pulling out, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So put aside the Bob Marley, part. I love that. That was funny, (laughs) but I really love this gospel, which the reason I'm sharing this is to remind our listeners that these reviews matter. We, I read them. I like to know what people are saying. So if there's something you want to say about our show, I'm not just asking you to go through the motions. Go to iTunes and leave a review. Secondly, I've found that when more people leave reviews, our rankings go up. And that doesn't mean anything to me about pride or, you know, oh, great, our rankings have gone up. But it means more people that search for homeschooling or homeschool or homeschoolers or Fletch and Kendra or Bob Marley t-shirts will find our podcast on iTunes. And it just gets ranked higher. And I really would ask you to do that. So if you haven't done that yet, Head over to iTunes, leave a review for us, or for any podcast that you love. If you're a fan of Serial, if you're a fan of uh, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, or any of these...
1: Or the Bob Marley podcast.
0: The <laughs> t-shirt-wearing Bob Marley podcast. Uh, any of these top 10 podcasts that you like, leave a review for them. I mean, we'd love, to, we'd love to hear more from you. So head on over there and do that for us. All right, secondly, we have that letter. Do you remember that letter Kendrick got, that funny one about the runner?
1: Yes. Yeah, so
0: you remember what she said? Um,
1: <laughs> I do, but I, I, it wasn't funny. It touched me. I, I, Like, my heart went out to her.
0: This letter came from Shannon, and she was talking about that she likes to listen to our podcast. She's a homeschool mom of four kids, and she started to listen to us as she went on her morning run. So she pops us in her ears, and as she's running, she listens to us. And at one point she says that we actually make her laugh. She said... This week I listened to Losing Our Religion, and that's the podcast where we shared our personal story. And she said, I had no idea what your story was. And of course, you always make me laugh, which I'm sure is comical to people driving by me running. But when you got to the part about your seven-week-old son, oh, my heart, we lost a son at two weeks old. And so many of the pieces were similar, putting our hope in pee output, watching our families grieve, being well, watching other families grieve, being pulled into dark rooms with couches and serious doctors. Anyway, it made me sob and ugly cry while I was running. I'm sure people passing by me must think running is the worst, lol. And I don't know, I I asked if I could share this letter because it just made me laugh that, you know, here's this lady running and she's laughing. <laughs> and, you know, people are watching her laugh and then all of a sudden she just breaks down and starts crying. And, you know, the the sad part of this is that, you know we were responsible with our story for that because her story was just as sad. Right. And you're right. We did have some engagement with her and um, Shannon, we want to thank you for writing into us um, and thanks for sharing your heart with us. Uh, and we're sorry that that's the story we share together. We'd much rather share the story of little boys peeing on the carpet. <laughs> that would be a way. <laughs> And then you'd be laughing again when you're running and that'd be funny. So thank you for writing in Shannon. We appreciate you being a good listener and uh, for reaching out to us.
1: So Fletch, periodically we will put out a question to usually our Facebook fans, which is just a little hint there. If you are a regular listener, you've become a listener of Homeschooling in Real Life. We have a lot going on on the Facebook page. So uh, hop there. Facebook.com slash homeschooling IRL and join the conversation. We put this question out recently about siblings and sibling rivalry because we hear this quite a bit uh, from listeners. You know, what do I do about these kids that are constantly at each other fighting or they're just not kind to one another? So I thought what we could do since different people wrote different responses or what was going on in their home is we could just kind of go down each of these and discuss them briefly.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. This came from Jennifer, who wrote in another listener, just like Shannon, who wrote into Facebook and said, "Please, please, please, do an episode on sibling fighting."
1: <laughs> if you say please three times, I think is
0: she, that what doesn't? Yeah. No, like that's not. Jesus
1: not... <laughs> said, "Verily, <laughs> verily, I say." Verily, verily, yeah. If you right. hear yeah.
0: things three times in Scripture, it means it's you need. <laughs> you to really listen. need to listen. Yeah. No, in Jennifer, you know, she we we kind of dialogued with her a little bit, and she went on to say that they have four kids. And I think they were like 10, 7, 4 years old, and then like a 4-week-old. Yes. But she's recently coming through a C-section delivery. And she Tough. said, you know, I have these 10 and 7-year-olds. Like, granted, they were fighting maybe beforehand. Mm-hmm. But now they're at each other's throats. Yeah. And I want to be a good mommy. This right. is really what she said. So, you know, Jennifer, we're going to take your question on. And let's answer the ones that you had kind of crowdsourced.
1: Well, sure. And before we do that, let's talk a little bit about the sibling relationships in our home because we have eight children the first three are boys they are 22 20 and 17 so we've really walked through that kind of stuff with them already um, and then our girls are 15 14 and 11 and then our little boys are 7 and 8 so we we have this these little interesting groups you know a little boy group then a girl group then another little boy couple
0: well, a big boy group big boy group <laughs> a little you know
1: middle girl whatever yeah. but but they're you know they're all um, sort of lumped in by yeah. gender yep. Gender. By so gender. It's interesting. It just makes an interesting uh, dynamic here. So the older boys, to be very honest with you, right now our oldest boys are, um, they're having a little thing. <laughs> a yeah. little, little Well, stuffle. they're just older boys and mm-hmm. they're
0: kind of branching and launching
1: right and and so they have some things that they want to tell each other and some of it stems back to their just growing up years or whatever unresolved issues and some of it is just sort of like hey you didn't say this very nicely to me hey you didn't say this very nicely to me and so they've each come to me and i've said look i will walk this with you always i will always be here um but you guys are adults and this is your relationship and you are responsible now for that relationship. I'm not going to take sides. I'm not going to discuss sides with you. I'll listen. Uh, but you need to go say those things to each other.
0: Yeah. And that's always been our, we're, we're very good bumpers. Mm-hmm. You can bump into us, but we're going to bump you back to others. And it's not just siblings. Yeah. You know, when we've had parents come to us about um, our, our siblings, mm-hmm. you know, want to tell us them like, Hey. You take it to them right we're not the middleman here mm-hmm. you know you want to talk to us great but hey, everything you tell me is fair game for me to share with someone else to get the two of you together. Mm -hmm. That's what I've told people. He said, she said. If you're going to say this to me, I'm just going to quote you to this other person. And you find out, one, a lot of times people don't want to be quoted. They really (laughs) just wanted to vent to you. Right, especially
1: little kids. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm going to take what you've told me and go get that other person. Then the three of us can talk about this out loud. And I found that, I'm not... People never come to me with anything anymore. They just don't want to talk to
1: <laughs> Well, and I said the little kids thing because how many times have you had, it? you know, he dumped this stuff all over the bathroom and blah, 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 blah. And you go up there and you say, hey, you know, so-and-so said that you dumped this stuff. Mom, I did not dump this stuff all over the bathroom. This is what happened. And, <laughs> you yeah. know, you get that that wisdom in, in Proverbs that says we hear the first part of the story and it seems so right until we hear the other side of the story yeah. and then there's a balance. Right. So... I would say right there even with you when you have little ones you need to say, you need to take yourself out of it. It's not your relationship. It's a relationship between siblings. So they need to learn to resolve this. And that's one of those things that you can do beautifully in your home as they're growing up in your home is, is teach them to run into the burning building as uh, our guest said several episodes ago about yeah, being Elmeth. transparent yeah. parents. Yeah, Run into the burn, Let t- teach them to run into the burning building. Teach them to confront the issue with each other that's bothering each other. So, anyway, let's go ahead and go down some of these. And um, I have other thoughts as well. I'm sure you do too. So, Lori said, My eight year old wants time to himself while his little sister wants time together all of the time, (laughs) which is sort of that introverts versus extroverts thing. We've had this in our home. We have a, a son in that first group. Let's talk about them because they're all pretty much done being raised. But one of them is an extreme extrovert. And the other two are introverts. And so we just had to balance time. And I'm not sure we recognized necessarily the introvert extrovert thing. You know, I don't think we really put our thumb on that um, when they were growing up, but we certainly recognized a need for the introverts to have time to themselves. So every afternoon for years, and it still will go on sporadically here, but for years and years, every single day we had a quiet hour. Um, there was a season when it was two hours. I'm not sure how I milked that, but <laughs> but I got that. So if you were a napping age, you napped. If you weren't napping age, you found a spot in the house that was just your spot, and you had to be alone. Um, that was just a recognition that everybody needed some space. We're homeschooling, we're all on top of each other. We don't get a lot of breaks from each other. so you know, a little bit of space was going to benefit everybody, even what that about extreme extrovert.
0: Extroverts that did not follow that. Yeah. Like extroverts <sighs> leak out of their space. <laughs>
1: yeah, we did. have one right
0: now. He did. We have a little one right now who's, uh, yeah. you know, speaking of being in the midst of this, I mean, we're not done. Mm-hmm. and And he often leaks out of his space to Always, come yeah. show you what he was doing in his space or just to put an arm around you. And saying, yeah, a, just right. Love you. Right. Yeah. It,
1: just when I've got my head into some, something I'm writing, you know, that needs full, my full attention, and then yeah, pop goes that bubble, and yeah. <laughs> I've been interrupted again. But yeah, so I think there's balance here. You want to teach the introvert how to be others centered for a period of time, you know, and you want to teach the extrovert how to wind down and give people space. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that
1: all of it? Yeah, that's, that's it. what else do we have? That's it cuz I'm not question? an expert on any of this. So, yeah, yeah we'll we're just give just, you our thoughts. Yeah,
0: these are just some thoughts.
1: Okay, so Don says <laughs> this is just funny. I love this. Don, I'm an only child with 10 children, 8 of whom still live at home. Need to know more? <laughs> 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 uh, Carmen says I have two boys who are 9 and 13 battling it out all the time. Fletch, give us some manly perspective on two boys who are just battling all the time.
0: Wow. Do do I have any? I don't know. We haven't, you know, we didn't have a lot of that. And I do want to share this idea that, um, I don't know if we were spared this, but we had a regular line with our kids, especially our first three boys, like you are each other's best friends. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And we said that over and over again. Yeah. And we really fought against outsiders becoming best friends Mm -hmm. because we wanted our kids to know you were each other's best friends. Yeah. Um, and you know, I don't know, maybe our kids would have an attitude about that now. Maybe they'd tell us you didn't allow us to develop really deep relationships, but what's happened. Yeah. Our oldest one has a best friend who's outside of the house. Our second one has a best friend who's out, you know, it just happened anyway.
1: Well, and I was going to tell you that that, that was a developmental thing that we of course we allowed them to have friends, yes, outside exactly. of our family, right, right, of course right, right. we allowed them to have best friends, but we just always
0: we didn't want them to not be best friends with their siblings though. exactly we didn't you want know, those we didn't relationships want the excluded to supersede. brother we didn't want the oh, we don't yeah. play with the little brother because he's two years younger than us, mm-hmm. and for the most part we've avoided that with that you know premise like mm-hmm. you're each other's best friends, so yeah. get over it, get yeah. over yourself, but as far as actual feuding or at each other, we just we yeah. haven't had that, but we've had very good friends. Who have?
1: Oh yeah! You know we they have a bunch of boys yep. in their
0: house, and they're they were breaking things and oh, yeah. bones and and <laughs> faces, holes in walls yeah, and like and, yeah. it just you know and and they would kind of just kind of laugh it off as boys will be boys, and mm-hmm. they just had these aggressive boys. I don't know. I think we nipped aggression in the bud really quickly, you know. Yeah, with our guys, know. We just didn't have guys fighting at each other's throats or yeah. we would just intervene quickly and say, Hey, that, you know, you're each other's best friends. That's not how best friends behave. Right. I mean, that is super simplistic, but so, that's my yeah. thoughts. I just don't have a ton.
1: I know. For- and, and I don't think that's entirely the solution because you know, you guys that there are variations in personalities and perhaps our first three boys just had a combination of personalities that didn't go Head to head, you know, and try yep. to rip each other's eyes balls out or something, you know. Yeah, they were so.
0: You know, they. I know our. You know, we had a couple in there that where they lacked maybe desire to rip each other apart strength wise. They would use logic, <laughs> you know. Right, like the put downs and the sarcasm yeah, and yeah, the, right, exactly. Could so we did really not have stinging. physical. We had the yeah, words. We sure did, and a command of words mm-hmm. that that is brilliant. Like brilliantly placed sarcasm.
1: Um, <laughs> Which the, is worse in some it ways, do you think?
0: We intervened with that a hurt. lot, a ton. We had to say, hey, this is a sarcasm-free dinner. Yeah. And there were times they, they, they couldn't stop. They couldn't show oh, self-control. Yeah. Right. And you're like, that's inappropriate. But, yeah. I mean, people who listen to this podcast know that sarcasm is a form of humor that we use often. Mm-hmm. To get a very dramatic point across, but I think sometimes that was taken too far. I was just raised in a house where sarcasm was used properly and humorously to get real distinct points across. But if you're a listener and you're you're just an anti-sarcasm person, because... You know, for mm-hmm. whatever reason, we have mm-hmm. people with special needs kids right. that are on the, uh, like an Asperger spectrum who don't get it.
1: Well, our own little guy does not understand that And so that they stuff don't yet. use
0: it. Okay, that's right. fine. I'm, I get it. And I'm totally 100% supportive of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't have much more in the old fletch brain. But let's take a break before we go to the rest of these and just uh, get a word from our sponsor. You know, I mentioned this on the last podcast, but we have an official coffee sponsor. That's right, Caroline's Coffee out of Grass Valley, California. It's in the heart of the gold country. Uh, They are the official coffee sponsor for the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. Now, you know what that means. They supply coffee for this podcast, or really, they supply it for Fletch, because Kendra doesn't drink the stuff. Now, I get to drink it, I get to taste it, and I get to tell you about it. And every week, they have a featured coffee. Well, this week, I'm drinking a Costa Rican shade-grown organic coffee it's it's off the Amistad farm which they call a finca in uh, Costa Rica and this is a great coffee I mean just smelling it right now here uh, I get the aromas of some caramels some chocolates or some light fruit to it it goes down smooth it's a really good coffee mild roast uh, kind of a medium-bodied coffee uh, if I was describing it And, and I'd like you to try this and that's really the deal. They provide coffee for me, but I want to get good coffee into all of your cups as well. I've been talking about this for months. You know how it, it's just not worth it to drink bad coffee. and So I put out the request to a lot of big coffee companies, a lot of good roasters, some people I knew personally. But Caroline's Coffee jumped on the opportunity. And again, they're not just providing coffee for me, but for our listeners. And if you'd like to try some, go to carolinescoffee.com. You know, choose whatever you'd like. You know, every week they're they're spotlighting coffee that I'm going to try. But you can get anything you'd like. Any kind of bean, uh, any kind of roast. If you're a dark roast, a medium roast, light roast, you can get what you'd like. You put it in your shopping cart. But then at the end, here's where it gets good. You use the code that they're providing for you, which is H-I-R-L, Hurl. And for our listeners, you'll get 10% off anything you purchase in their store. You know, I'd like you to run over there. I want you to support them. Uh, they were willing to support us and I want to throw some love their way I love this coffee and I want you to love it too and I'd love to hear from you if you enjoy it as well it's carolinescoffee.com again, they're on the internet in real life, they're in the heart of the gold country in California, they're just up the highway from us there's an actual store there's an actual Caroline and I'd love you to go there and check it out Uh, purchase some coffee let me know what you think thanks for using our sponsor You know, uh, as we're coming back from commercial, we just heard from our coffee sponsor, Caroline's Coffee. We had a contest uh, yeah. at our big 50th episode right? uh, thing. We told people we had a week to call in and ask a question. So let's just take a quick break here and answer that question. This comes in from our listener, Jen. And uh, she had a comment that she shared. She said, my favorite episode is ask us anything you want because <laughs> I love your answer to Alicia's question about the basics. I so needed permission to not be the perfect homeschooler. Mm. My kid is human. He can't be forced into eight hours a day of work, including Latin, at age six. Our life is real. Between my diagnosis deteriorating to legally blind, my husband's three-month at-home recovery from shoulder surgery, and now dealing with the soon-expected death of a father-in-law, this school year has been far less than academically successful. On those hard days full of emotional woe, I would remember Kendra's basics. Instead of forcing hours of curriculum, we stripped everything down to bare bones and added in a whole bunch of family time, which is far less stressful since my to-do list is so pared down. Maybe someday my kids will learn Latin or he'll be normal. You know what? <laughs> this is awesome. Jen, you, you won. You won the contest. You have a pound of Caroline's coffee coming your way. Um, but thank you for writing in and, and sharing that. That's a total victory story that i love to read i love to hear when people are like hey we're learning to homeschool in real life you know that's real life that's what exactly what we're here for yeah so her question are you ready yes the question is if you could create a new ben and jerry's flavor what would it be name and description kendra what do you have for an answer
1: Mine is called um, I'm Begging You, Ben and Jerry's, to please bring back the toffee bar as it used to be. Heath Bar Crunch. It's not Heath Bar Crunch anymore. They replaced it with a non-GMO candy, and it sucks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) One, we still would love to be sponsored by Ben and Jerry's ice cream. (laughs) We think that that specific
1: blend sucks. Well, man, they ruined it. They ruined a good thing. I'd had a date with Ben & Jerry's since like 1988 <laughs> with that, that toffee bar crunch that just isn't good anymore. Ooh, what whoa. would
0: mine be called? Mine would be called Everything's Gonna Be Alright Chocolate.
1: Singing, don't worry about a pay
0: homage I mean, to little Bob Marley. you it's, have little birds in it? Have three little birds. <laughs> it could be called Three Little Birds <laughs> <laughs> Ice Cream.
1: No. And made with it? robin eggs. <gasps> it would, oh, oh that cool. Good. That's a good one. Right, there
0: you go, Jen. Thanks for the question and congratulations oh, on winning. Every thing
1: gonna be all, right.
0: all right, Kendra, what do we have next on our list of sibling questions?
1: Okay, so Kathy said fighting for attention. Kids fighting Siblings for attention. Siblings fighting
0: for attention? Yeah. Wow. Oh, we have this all the time. Yeah. You know, we because we have the age spectrum, we mm-hmm. have these big kids who often get more uh, cerebral attention from mm, us, absolutely. So these little kids are dying to get in there mm-hmm. and get attention, especially when we're engaging the older ones, or when the older ones' friends come over.
1: Yeah, I'd say that's more the issue here: is that they want to be in, you know, all the all the teenagers and all the big kid friends and all that stuff, and they just and specifically like struggle. the eleven
0: and eight year old want to do that. They yes. want to be part of it, and we just have to come in and say, "This isn't about you." Right. That's a common <laughs> phrase around here.
1: Yeah, and I think you know, Kathy, that that fighting for attention thing. Aren't we all? I mean, you know, in our sin, don't we all want to have that attention? And so, I think maybe view this as a long-term discussion. You know, view this as a long, the long mile, because we're not. You know, you're not going to launch kids at 18 who are completely others-centered. That that person doesn't exist <laughs> at any age. So just think of it as like this is going to be a daily thing. You know, it's going to cro- it's going to crop up where you're going to say. Hey, this isn't about you, honey. Or right now, we don't know, no, right now I'm reading to so-and-so. So Heather says she's got older boys. They're 15 and 18, and the 18-year-old is about ready to leave for college in the fall, and they get along great when they're not together all the time. And I think that goes back to that thing, you know, what I said earlier, that we all just needed some space from each other. So I think respecting that need for your kids, uh, respecting that maybe they need some time apart that's not a failure thing that's just that we are in each other's back pockets
0: yeah and if you're a like a homeschool family that does this you know it's church together it's Mm -hmm. school together it's activities together and you know part of part of maybe the and i'm not saying this from our listener but a real negative form of homeschooling is they won't do anything separate you know right. They won't That's be right. ever yeah. apart. So, That's the imbalance, you know, for sure. You know, come hell or high water, our family is together for everything. everything. And there are times when, you know, we, we do need to also tell them, hey, you do need to be together. But there are times when you go, hey, a little break. Yeah. You guys, let's take a break.
1: Yep. Debbie says, the only interest my 15 and 17-year-old sons have in common is putting each other down. And that goes back oh, to yeah. that sarcasm thing.
0: In our house, we just had to put an end to it. We had to say, "There's no more of this," yeah. and we put the brakes on sarcasm. Um, that's not what Scripture teaches, you know. Build one another up. So we decided to take a positive swing to this. Mm-hmm. You know, Scripture says this. You're doing this. Yeah. And you know, ultimately, I think we had to say, "We are sarcasm-free." This mm-hmm. whole house, mm-hmm. even Dad, even Mom, you know, and and we stopped it all. That reminds me. Remember the days we used to like tie people together.
1: <laughs> yeah that's funny. have you ever that's, seen I don't that? Know,
0: is that if that's a question we can get to it, but sibling rivalry when we had kids that weren't getting along together, yeah, we would um
1: there's we, that shirt that meme yeah. on Facebook where the kids are in the get along shirt, you know yeah. they just got a big t shirt they put both of them in, yeah, <laughs> one has one arm out the one yeah. right side and one has yeah. one arm out the left side and they're We're learning to get hole. together <laughs> right we're exactly. learning to to get along you know we actually did that quite a lot with chores um if there was a well, you know I his thing, it's not my thing. I say you are going to hold hands, this. or I am going to put a rubber no, band around your wrist. Yarn, I was love that. Yeah. Yarn, gentle. and you'll do your chores together. Yeah, yeah.
0: And it's okay. We'll just tie you together, <laughs> right. and you each lose an arm. Yeah, and,
1: one and will now be you got to right figure arm. out how to do it oh, together. It was
0: brilliant, <laughs> brilliant.
1: Yeah. Okay, so Laura says my five and seven year old boys duke it out day and night. The only time they don't fight is when I can get them out in the open.
0: I think a lot of these just there's a scriptural principle behind it, you know. Hey, you love one another,
1: right? Love one another. You
0: know, love one another. This that's not how this looks. Yeah. And and then the practical, I think you know we've said separate them, but we've also I think in this case if these kids are at each other, get them on
1: something else
0: that they need to rip apart. You know, <laughs> you know, go. and Give them a common enemy. As, yeah, like, like a
1: golf club and bike some, riding or right. a sport
0: or something. <laughs> Hit some you know, like, Go take it on. You know, yeah. you two are linebackers on the same football team. Go after the other team. Yeah. Um, If that's at all a possibility. It just seems basic, but...
1: We also read a book um, a couple of times together as a family, or I did, with the kids during our circle time, called Making Brothers and Sisters Best Friends. Um, And one of the concepts, or I think like the best concept from this book that was written by three siblings, was the idea that this is a marathon. Your relationships with your family are a marathon, because they're lifelong. Because you have to spend your days together. Even if you have kids who go to school, you know, you've got these afternoons and the weekends and that's the marathon. You're not going to get rid of the brother Mm -hmm. or the father or the mother or the, you know. And every other relationship is like a sprint because it's, you know, it's like three hours together playing or whatever, you know, or it's, oh, we're going to hang out at the mall and they're, gosh, two great hours at the mall with this friend, but... How hard is that? You know, we can all sprint. No big deal. But it's the marathon that we get tired, we get cranky, we get irritated because, oh, my goodness, if he smacks his gum in my ear one more time, I'm going to smack the kid, you know, or I'm going to just, you know, haul off and hit my brother over this or that or whatever. And so that is a really good concept to talk about, too, with them. We're in this for the long haul. That means we're going to rub each other the wrong way sometimes. And so we need to work on our responses to each other when that happens. Yeah. And then the last one is from Rachel who says, My boys, seven and three and a half, are best buddies, but they seem to be bickering about little things constantly. I feel like my parenting quickly turns to nagging. Yeah. That little like pick pick pick, 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 bick bicker, you know. There's a song in the music man, you know this? Pick a little, talk a little, pick a little, talk a little cheap cheap, cheap. Pick a little, talk a cheap. Pick a little more. Pick a little Say this all the time. I told you before that, that she will like,
0: look for an opportunity to sing <laughs> on this podcast.
1: <laughs> no. But I that, that, That's what comes to mind. Sometimes I'm like, Oh my goodness, pick a little, duck, a little, pick a little, duck, a little. You know, it's like like that just annoying sound that you hear from the back of the car. And I have how many times said, it's it. I'm tired of listening to you guys. Bicker back and forth. Nobody may speak until we get home
0: or done. Here's the job. You know, one thing I think is when you're doing a job, when you and I are doing a job, it's so much easier when you and I are working together. Like if we do the dishes together, right? we crank that out. Yep. I'll do this. You do that. Okay. I'll do this. You do that. Great. Boom, 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 boom. And next thing you know, we're both asleep, <laughs> you know, but if, if I say, oh, go ahead and finish the dishes, I'm going to go do this. It's like, Ugh, i got to do this mountain by mm-hmm. myself or I'm going to do this job by myself, but it doesn't matter what the job is if we work together. So one thing I've noticed with bickering is, Hey, guess what? You guys have just earned yourselves separate jobs. What was going to be one job for two of you? Mm, yeah, you're now doing this by yourself. You can't bicker
1: mm-hmm.
0: because you're here by yourself. And you, you come with me. I have a new job for you. This is a <laughs> brand new one that I just invented. You know, and suddenly it's like, oh, I don't want to. Do it. Then they're complaining about that. Like, hey, there's no more arguing. Now no. you're working separately. You've lost the privilege of having teamwork. And I find that uh, that puts a, a big kibosh on the bickering.
1: Rachel, when I find myself nagging, it's usually because I'm not taking action. You know, it's easier to nag or it's easier to just be like, oh my goodness, how many times do I have to tell you this? That's a signal to me that I'm talking too much and there's not enough action. So like what Fletch is saying about giving them a job, you know, or if I, if I say that's it, there's no more talking. Nobody gets to open your mouth until we get home or, hey, you know what? You are so grumpy or you are not being kind to siblings. You need to go sit on your bed. Or you need to sit on the bottom step. We use that effectively in our home, the bottom step of the staircase. That's where
0: I was raised. I was yeah. raised on the bottom step. I like most of <laughs> just my time. You lived on the bottom step? Sweaty little legs dangling <laughs> over a carpeted edge. Yeah. You know, kicking my little tennis shoes together.
1: I just put our eight year old on the bottom step recently. Just said, hey, you know what? You're not being kind. You're going to sit on that bottom step until I tell you you can get up. And it was 10 minutes. You know, we're not talking hours on the bottom step, but it was about, and it's just a recalibration like a whoop. I need to change what I'm doing here. Those little people, they get kind of into this little, you know, fighting mode or bickering mode or annoyed, right? Everybody's like, I'm so, he's so annoying. Oh, he's bugging me. Well, sometimes you just need to, like, pull the little carpet out from underneath them, like, and recalibrate and sort of just redirect. And sometimes that's just 10 minutes sitting on a bed, you know, or 10 minutes sitting on the bottom step or on a stool or whatever. It's, it's not punishment. It's just like a hey, we need to, you need to focus here on the fact that you're just not being a kind person. And there have been kids in our home that have lost whole days. You know, who I, by 2 p.m., I say, you know what? You're done. This is not a good day for you. Go sit on your bed until daddy gets home. Sometimes all that is is they fall asleep and they wake up a happier person. You know, there's other little things going on. They're tired or they're hungry or whatever it is. Um, But sometimes it's just a a need to slow down and stop and see what's going on.
0: Okay, so final thoughts before we wrap this up. First, I don't think we helped you at all. I think this was like obvious discussion. Like people (laughs) are listening going, that was lame. Um, But no, let me, let me do a couple of things that I think are obvious that people, that sometimes you and I bring up with one another.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. A, sometimes mom or dad needs to have their attitude adjusted. Yeah. Sometimes what you're seeing is normal level. Yeah. You're uptight. Yeah, totally. And there are times where it's like, Kendra, go take a break, Mm -hmm. you know? This is like they're just having fun, mm-hmm. you know. Everybody's just having a good time. How
1: come I never say Fletch just go take a break? Because I'm just, never here. Yeah, you just you just threw me under the bus there. I did,
0: dude. But it's like there's <laughs> that's, that's one though. It's you know, true. sometimes entirely it's like, true. Mom and Dad. Well, no, you've said it to me. You're like Fletch, relax, dude. Go take a chill pill. Mm-hmm. It's like an eighties term. Did you hear that? Go take a chill good, pill like, at what the are you, mall. Forty six. Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> 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 so there's that. That's one. Second thing is, kids, go take a nap. Sometimes there's mm-hmm. an organic physical thing going on. Yeah. You know,
1: uh, girls with periods.
0: Oh, why does this place always descend into talking about periods? Um, <laughs> we do not. No, you know, that or just needing to take a nap or sickness yeah. or, you know,
1: or just kid, a lot or, of time together.
0: Just, or I'm thinking a lot of time with other people. Yeah. You no, you've got kids back that have been with their friends. We have a daughter that does a lot of social time. Yeah. And there are times we need to get her back and just go, hey, you're not with your friends anymore. You're now back in our home. Yeah. You're obligated to relationships and you're obligated to chores and you're obligated to get things down. So some things I'm sometimes I want to say there's just some organic stuff that we need to recognize. And like,
1: Absolutely. You're not
0: fighting any more than you just need to go take a nap. Right. Two of you, go yeah. nap. And you know, I love it when they're like, but I'm not tired. And then you know, yeah. within a minute, right. everybody's <laughs> asleep, including you. And you're like,
1: we're all tired. We're I, yeah, it. Last week I put a photo on Instagram and it was Mighty Joe who was in my bedroom like complaining. "Is nobody could go play with me. I have nothing to do. And I was so tired of listening to this lament for five minutes or whatever that I said, go grab your blankie and get back in here. So he goes, you know, he walks into our room and I was working on my computer and all of a sudden it's quiet and I look on the floor <laughs> He's just sprawled on the floor with the blanket asleep, over his head yeah. so there's those are the yeah. two
0: things. one is you know parents, second is that, and then you know, and third, I just don't think we're helping anybody, so <laughs>
1: um
0: but we'd love to hear more from you, so
1: yeah, but you know what sometimes Fletch just hearing somebody say something makes you know sparks memory for me like oh, that's I'd forgotten about that, or oh, that's right, I should do that so
0: so um let's wrap and let's not leave out the term hope shifting um how how does that play in here, you know. Yeah, I, I think I know where it plays in for me. Okay, go for it. I know it's um, wanting these perfectly behaved kids that you see in church <laughs> that you swear are perfect because they dress great and they sit stair step, mom, mm-hmm. dad, and kids, and they're always and brothers are helping sisters and hold. I'll hold her hand. What you church know, do you go to? I don't go to that church, but I'm saying <laughs> that's where I hope shift is. Like, why can't you know our kids get along, or why can't our older daughter sons younger daughter sons write letters to one another and build each other up and (laughs) share verses they do they do they do it they do it in different ways Mm -hmm. but not in the hope shifting way i'm looking for it sometimes so i've i've learned to just say my kids are individuals my kids have their own relationship with god Mm -hmm. um they have their own struggles, like I do. They're sinners, just like, you know, it's amazing that you and I could create sinners because we're perfect.
1: It's hard <laughs> yeah, to believe that the know.
0: two parts of us have come together and come out a sinner. Right. But, you know, those things, that's where i found hope shifting. Mm-hmm.
1: No, I think that's great, but I think the other thing is hoping that anything we've shared is going to be the... Magic that, bullet? Yeah, yeah, the thing that cures it. And it's not. And, I, I, you know, I guess early on in my parenting, I just thought we would deal with something and... The child would respond with repentance and change. <laughs> and really, we have kids who, guess what, are still dealing with the same issue twenty years later, twenty-two years later. Guess what? I'm 44. I still deal with some of the same junk, the same hope shifting that I did when I was four.
0: Okay, hurlers, we want to hear from you. Go to Facebook. It's facebookcom IRL. You can tweet to us at homeschoolirl. You can send us an email at info at homeschoolingirl.com. Or you can uh, reach out to us on iTunes like uh, some of our other listeners already have. We shared those earlier. But do us the biggest favor you can. Head on over to Caroline's Coffee. Use the code HIRL and uh, support our sponsors. We'd love to let them know that we're sending people their way. And thanks for listening to our show. Ken, do you want to say goodbye to the people? Goodbye. The Homeschooling IRL podcast is a part of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Every show is written and produced by Andy and Kendra Fletcher. For more information on this podcast or to contact your hosts, please visit us on our website and blog at homeschoolingirl.com.